Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and welcome back to another match preview. This week, we'll be taking a look towards the away game against Manchester United. Uh, I'm Scott, I'm your host for this one and I'm joined tonight by Ian and Harry. Ian, come to you first, mate. How has your week been since we last spoke? Uh, yeah, it's been really good. Obviously, we caught up on Sunday morning uh, doing the match, uh, match reaction. Yeah. Match review, um, yeah, whatever you want to call it. And then, what did I do Sunday? Oh, I had some brownies, what well, mint. Uh, Sophie cooked them. They were good. And then, yeah, it's just been a, a nice week. Um, mm. pos- still positive from uh, from Saturday. Awesome. Do you cook brownies or do you bake, bake brownies? Yeah, bake them. Put, put in the comment below what you think. We'll, uh, we'll get a bit of your uh, interaction defi- on this one. Definitely bake. Oh, I don't, don't know why spoil I it, Ian. Don't spoil it. <laughs> Harry, mate, how are you? Uh, how's the 80s boombox over your shoulder uh, coming up? Fantastic. It's brilliant. I'm all right. Pretty good, in it? I like it. It is. A bit retro. Same as the kid yeah. as well. Bit retro. Same as the in kid. The life. Absolutely. Smashing. Before we get started, I do obviously have to do a little bit of uh, housekeeping and let everybody know that the Gallagher Shots match preview is brought to you by none other then Magpin. Same as every week, same as the rest of the season. Magpin are your go-to site for high-quality, unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle players, legends, and retro kits. And if you watch Monday's All With Smiling Faces podcast, you'll see a few of them little postcards that we've been talking about dotted around the uh, dotted around the studio. So keep an eye out for those. They're doing them every month. And I think there's some retro ones this time as well because there isn't that many games. So uh, keep an eye on that. If you want more information, Go to magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. So, as I mentioned at the start of the show, Newcastle will be travelling down to Old Trafford for a 2 p.m. Super Sunday kickoff. 
Um, we're playing Man U, of course. Who else would we be playing if we're going to Old Trafford? Um, they've seemed to pick up a bit of form since the start of the season. I seem to remember we were all talking about them tongue-in-cheekly being favourite to relegation after their poor, poor start. But they've picked up, uh, beaten Liverpool and Arsenal. And um, then obviously there was that uh, big defeat against Man City where they got, they got beat 6-3. Uh, pretty much by Erling Haaland on his own, but there was obviously Phil Foden as well to chip in with that. And then the last game in the Premier League, at least, they picked up a win against Everton. Um, Harry, I'll come to you first on this one, mate. How are your confidence levels going into this game against Man U? I'm quite confident, to be honest. I'm probably the most confident I've ever been for Newcastle going down to Old Trafford. Um, I think, yes, they've picked up the form, but they're still not fantastic. They're not Man United, that we all know. Um, not love, but that we all know. Um, but yeah, I think the way we're playing as well, uh, we've came off two big wins, um, both, what was it, 4-1, 5-1. Um, so yeah. it's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. I think going down, confidence will depend also. It's two, uh, one o'clock, sorry, when the team news is announced. But I'm, I might as well get to that, but... That's my big thing with uh, this weekend. Yeah, we will absolutely get to the Newcastle lineups uh, a bit later on in the show. You mentioned about confidence, and someone asked me the other day, is this the most confident that you've been going into Man U? And I, I probably think, apart from that first season when they had David Moyes, where everyone was getting a result at Man U, I'd probably say, yeah, I am confident in uh, in going into this weekend. They are a good side. They do have some really good world-class players. but they're like a light switch. They're either off or they're on. They're not. There doesn't seem to be any in between with Manu at the moment. So let's hope we can get them on one of their off days. Ian, um, Manu, tough game. Um, obviously, just to sort of um, people watch what Harry said, it's not the Manu of old, where the under Ferguson, where you just dreaded going down. Um, as teams can go down there now and get results. Um, that being said, like you said, they've, they've still got world class players. Um, that can hurt you. Um, that Anthony that they got from Ajax, um, he's he's chipped in with a couple of goals already. So, um, it it is a case of I am I'm very similar to Harry. I am more confident than I've been in previous years. But I know sort of man, you at the start of the season were like a bit bit of a joke and people were poking fun at them. Um, but they they are still a world class side and they've got world class players. So, I think. Anyhow, again though, coming off the back of two wins, he, he's got sort of the, the team well drilled. We're very, very hard to beat. We're very hard to break down. Um, so that just adds to sort of the confidence going down, um, and and hopefully avoiding a drubbing. Well, Man, you are currently sitting uh, a position above us in the league. Uh, they're on fifteen points with five wins, three losses, and not a single draw this season they have had two games postponed as well so they've got a game in hand on us because obviously there was that one week where everyone had a game postponed um but they are at a minus two goal difference um given they seem to be leaking goals even in the games they've won they always seem to concede uh harry are you confident we might be still, might be able to nick a couple of goals in this one i am um i think the fact that you said i haven't had any draws um or one draw you said i think and um one. not one not one at all well nope. I think we are like the team of draws, really. We've had a lot of draws this season. Now, whether that tells you that we're attacking very well and defend like shit or the other way around. Um, 
But if it, I think we defend well. So I don't think we'll concede. We could possibly get the first draw, to be honest, from United. Because um, I think, I don't think they'll be leaky. Um, however, I do think we will get one goal. But one or two, I haven't fully decided yet. I'll wait until the end of the video to, to make my mind up. But um, no, I think I think there could be. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I can't really say yet. It depends who's playing left wing. Yes, and we'll come to our predictions at the end. Um, Ian, man, you brought in eight new players during the summer transfer window. You've already mentioned Anthony from Ajax. Uh, they also brought in Casemiro, uh, Martinez, also from Ajax. Um, obviously, they also got Christian Eriksen on a free, and we cannot forget Martin Dubravka going there on loan to sit in his hotel room and watch them on the telly, which he seems to be doing week in, week out. Um Apart from Anthony, which you've already mentioned, do any of those other signings worry you going into the game? Um, if I'm honest, I haven't haven't watched a lot of Man U. Um, obviously, the, the players that you've mentioned there, Casemiro's, he came from Real Madrid. He's, he's got sort of uh, Champions League pedigree. Uh, yeah. Christian Eriksen is just a an all round fantastic player, regardless who he was playing for. Um, I haven't really, like I say, I haven't really seen a lot of, of the defensive line. I'm hoping, because uh, like I say, I haven't really paid much attention. I'm hoping Harry Maguire's fit and I hope he starts because um, I think he can get at him. I think, he, to be honest, I think my mum and dad could, could play <laughs> and, and get at them. Um, but in terms of, I think what will be interesting is, and I'm sure we'll touch on it in, in sort of a little while, is is what the, the lineup's going to be. I think uh, Chris and the lads touched on it on, um, on Monday night on their podcast that obviously Eddie Howe has a habit of not dropping players in a winning, in a winning team, which I completely understand. But I think for this case, with Ant, um, that Anthony on the right wing, I think he plays, yeah. I think it's a recipe for disaster if you if you start burn at left back. Um, so it wouldn't surprise us to see some changes going down there, um, and like Harry touched on as well, who who will then be playing on the left hand side um, if, if he switches the formation. Remain uh, sort of remains to be seen, but um, like I say at the start of the video, they've, they've still got world class footballers. They've got Ronaldo, who's I think he hit seven hundred goals, uh, club goals. Um, against Everton on Sunday, which is just absolutely insane. Um, and he's, I think he's pushing mid to late 30s now and he's, he's still being an absolute animal. So he's still one to, to look out for as well. Yeah, you've mentioned, Aldo, he hasn't been starting that many games for Man U from what, um, what I've seen. Um, he seems to be on the bench. He doesn't seem to be very happy about that either. Um, obviously, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Getting to the age years, he probably wants to play every game he can while he still can. And, you know, I'm not going to say that he's near in retirement of anything because he's still a, a specimen of a, of a human being. He could probably go at least 50 and still be, you know, banging the goals in in whatever league that's in. Um, Harry, obviously, I'm not going to ask you if Ronaldo should be a worry because I think <clears> that would be the yeah. easiest question I've asked you all season and would probably be the easiest question I'll ask you all season. But how do you think his potential unease in the club is going to affect other players with him not starting every game? Oh, so you asked me the most difficult question. <laughs> um, One way or the other. Wait, I, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Um, I do feel like, yes, Ronaldo is fantastic, but I think we all know he's got a massive ego. Um, and I remember 
obviously Jose Mourinho years ago when he was managing Man United, he said you cannot coach a team with this with the amount of egos that are in this club. Um, and I hope that I mean Ten Hag looks a pretty serious character. He looks like he doesn't let no one get past him. Um, but I think it, it could help the team to be honest. So say if he starts, that could give him the extra like kind of oomph to to get up the pitch and do something. Um, kind of, I, I doubt many people say to Ronaldo no in the team or whether it's management throughout his whole life. I bet he's never been told no really. Um, so if he's saying to the players, pass me, pass me, let's move up the pitch, they probably will. Um, so it, it could work both ways. It, it could affect the team's morale, but it could also make them kind of a bit more fire in the in the bellies to to get something. I bet you Alex Ferguson said no to him a fair few times. I bet he's probably the only <laughs> one of the only people who has said no to him. Um, Ian, you mentioned Harry Maguire. He is injured. Um, no. There's no expected return date on that. They've got a few, actually. So we've got McTominay, who's suspended for the game. Uh, Martial's on a 50-50. He might be back tomorrow um, in the European Cup that they've got. We'll talk about the midweek game in just a second. Um, you've got Donny van de Beek, uh, Williams and Juan Basaka are all out as well. Obviously, Van der Beek doesn't really matter because he couldn't get a start for Everton, so he's not going to get a start for Manu. I just, you know, Ten Hag really liked him when he was at Ajax and he played him really well. And he probably, once he gets back to fitness, will get the best out of him. What we saw at Ajax, um, I didn't see much of them. It's hard to get a season ticket at Ajax and hard to get a ticket full stop. But what I did see of them, he played really well. Um, I think Champions League games against Liverpool stand out where he played pretty decent. It might have been Arsenal. Um, they've also got Rashford, who's potentially out, but again, could, could be returning tomorrow. So there's some big names on that injury list. Um, does that give you more confidence, Ian? Um, I think these days, it's it's, it's it still feels weird that you're not really worried about what the other team's going to do or, or who they're going to put out. I think um, I think sort of the, the last... By start this season and halfway through last season, basically since Eddie House took over, we've stopped worrying about what other teams can offer, and we are quite comfortable with what we can offer. Um, so, like you say, there's a, there's a few injuries. Some of them, some of those injuries are, are key players. For all, like I say, Maguire, I don't rate him at all. He's, I think, he's their club captain, um, or he has been recently. Um, so he is, he is still sort of a big personality to to be missing from a match day squad. Um, touching on what Harry said as well, there's with with that great quality in, of players, you have egos, um, and I know obviously he's not at the club anymore, but Paul Pogba was was sort of the the epitome of that, um, and I think that's possibly where where they went wrong um, in recent seasons. They've, they've they've had too many egos, and it's upset upset sort of the the balance of the squad. Um, but just naming some of those names there that you mentioned, and especially Rashford as well. I think he has a, a point to prove, especially with um, with the World Cup coming up. So, it, again, as I said at the start of the video, yes, they're, they're not the man you have all, but they have still got some really, really good players. Um, so we'll need to be on, on top of the game to, like you say, to, to hopefully get something out of it. Yeah, you mentioned, um, obviously, them losing Paul Pogba, who was a huge ego. It's almost like Manu now need to go and sign uh, Mbappe just to top their egos back up or maybe tip it over the top because uh, he doesn't appear to be happy. Uh, there obviously is one other player that we haven't mentioned, and that is the second best Bruno in the Premier League. Um, he's another one with a big ego, it seems. Um, and he also seems to, for me, whenever he's playing with Ronaldo, them two getting together, I don't know if it's the Portuguese connection and they've done it in the international side, but 
it's just like a couple of babies on the pitch at times of those two, the way they get yeah, onto the ref. Um, we haven't had the best refereeing decisions of past. Obviously, there's been a few go for us and a few go against us. Um, if Bruno and Ronaldo, and I'm talking about Bruno Fernandes, not, not our Bruno, and not the good Bruno, uh, get on the referee's back, do you fear, Harry, that that could potentially go against us? It is at Old Trafford. It is notorious, uh, you know, penalties and extra time and all that go their way when they're in their own their own uh, pen. Um, is that something that we need to be mindful of? No, I think referees are pretty clued up that Bruno's a whiny little bastard. Um, <laughs> I, I can't stand him. Um, once again, Fernandez. I'm not going to keep saying that. I mean, you can kind of gauge by the way I'm talking about the little prick. Um, but I hate him. He is, he is probably one of my most hated players in the Premier League. Um, I, I can't stand the bloke, but he is a good football player. Um, but I don't think he's going to change the referee's decision. Also, um, like you said, we have had decisions go our way recently. Um, and I think after the Crystal Palace mistake, I think the referees have just kind of been told to like just sharpen up. The VAR has been told to sharpen up. And they know that when they come to Newcastle, probably the reaction that they got from that bad, like, bad decision can happen again, so they're trying to avoid it at all costs. Um, it feels weird not to be complaining about VAR as a Newcastle fan, because um, a lot of it's gone our way recently. Um, and I, I think the referee in recently has been pretty good, to be honest, um, especially at the games that I've, I've been to at home. Um, I haven't really been that surprised, apart from the handball slightly uh, with Dan Byrne, but it's going to be given. His hands up here. I still don't think it is. I'd never give it because I think it's harsh, but it's a, it's a penalty, but the rest of the decisions, I think, would be absolutely fine at the weekend. Yes, Old Trafford is a big stadium, and they can make noise. Um, they really can. Yes, it's a very touristy fan base, um, but we can end up being like that as well. But they can still make a noise. Um, they just, but if it goes our way, we'll be the loudest in there by a mile. Absolutely. Um... No holds barred there from Harry, as you probably tell about his. Uh, Sorry, I do apologise. His opinions of Bruno Fernandez. That's what that's what you get on the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. Uh, true opinions, no holding back. What we all like to see. We'll move on to Newcastle. Um, we'll move on a little bit to the lineup. I'll start with the injuries. Um, obviously, the list is getting shorter every single week that I read these injuries out. Um, we're looking at Darlow, Shelby, Richie, and Kraft as the long term. And Shelby is back on the grass, as Eddie Howe liked to say. Um, he hasn't been visiting Amsterdam. He is back on the training pitch. And Isak is potentially a return. Um, Ian, do you think we'll see Isak be on the bench at the weekend? Um, if he's if he's fit enough to get game time, then yeah. Um, you look at the the competition that he has, and no, no respect to Chris Wood. Um, I, I no respect don't... to Chris Wood? Uh, no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that either. Um, Obviously, out of the two, he's, he's your sort of record signing. Um, it's, it's a no-brainer to, to put him on there. Obviously, I would expect Chris Wood to be on there as well. Um, and it, it would just be interesting in, in terms of seeing if he is fully fit, what how has plans for um, whether he's going to start with Callum Wilson, whether it's going to be one or the other way he's going to fit in. But I think, obviously, just coming back from injury, um, injury Regardless of who who was sort of leading the line, I think Isaac, uh, Isaac, sorry, um, slots in on the bench. 
hopefully he's got enough uh, to to give sort of half an hour, twenty minutes if if you're chasing a goal or um just just to sort of see what you can do, especially against a, a good outfit like Manu. Um, obviously we've seen him against Liverpool and he was on his debut. He was absolutely absolutely tremendous. So just hoping he has, hasn't lost that match um match sharpness, but um mm. easing him back in, especially at all. At Old Trafford is probably the best way to go if if he does feature. Absolutely, um, totally agree. So I think when we come to the lineup, obviously there's a few players that pick themselves, and I think we're all in agreement that you know Nick Pope, Kieran Trippier, Bruno, um, Callum Wilson. I think also is a is a pick. Um, we could also argue for Miggy Almiron's probably a, a name on the team sheet that you cannot drop at the moment just because of his current form. Um, but around that, there's some question marks about who starts and who doesn't play. Um, and we'll come at the back line. I think Harry, Andy, and you've probably both already um, expressed the opinion on the left-back situation. Do we bring Matty Target back in or do we keep Dan Byrne? What do you do, Harry? Matty Target. Um, I think you have to, unless he decides to play a five-back, which I don't think will happen. Because um, then you're going have Target and... And Dan Byrne, but no, I think you have to bring Target back in because I know it was a few times against Brentford, Dan Byrne got caught out a little bit, um, kind of loose balls and, and things like that. And if you do that against Man United, yes, they're not in the greatest form of their lives, but they've got players with pace and that can really do some damage um, if given a chance. Because um, we don't want to have a defence like Brentford did last weekend with, because they probably will press us. Um, and I feel like if you press Dan Byrne, he is quite cool under pressure, uh, but he's not fast. Um, and if he was to lose the ball again, I think you have to start Matty Talbot for that reason. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do there and, and how he plays uh, that left-back position. Obviously, he's been given Matty Target a few minutes at the end of the last two games, albeit at right-back, uh, which was surprising. But he's, he's at least getting you know some minutes in his legs so that he's, he's probably preparing him for this game, I would think. To go, right, this is the one you're going to come back in. Um, Ian, when it comes to centre-backs, do you keep the pairing of Botman and Cher? Or if you're um, if you're dropping Dan Byrne from left-back, do you move him in the middle? You know what it is? Just just as we were discussing that, I was thinking what you would do because I'm sure I'm sure he's done it before where we've expected Botman to start. And let's let's be honest, I think Botman's a different gravy in terms of what he what he can offer um, it both defensively and on the ball. Um I'm, it, I'm sure again the lads were on about it on Monday. Not not that I think you will, but the the Liverpool game. I'm fairly certain it was Les, was it Lascelles and Shaw. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I'm making Lascelles and uh, Burn. All Lascelles and Burn. I don't think I don't think Lascelles yeah. will come back in. Um, but I do think I do think you'll you'll start with the back four. Target is obviously your left back because he's he's the natural. He's a natural fullback. Trippier, obviously, um, that goes without saying. I think Shaw, I have a slight suspicion that he might drop Botman again. Um, I think it will be very, very harsh on on either of them, um, to be honest, because I think they've both performed really well. Yeah. Um, they're both really, really solid players. Um, I just have a sneak and fancy that he'll, he'll want Dan burning. Um, but... It, it's not. It's it's not like we're asking this question. And it'll be Kieran Clark that's filling in. Um, Dan Burns still very very solid. Yeah. I would prefer a back four of Botman and Shaw centre halves, and then Trippier and and uh, Target as your as your fullbacks. Yeah. Awesome. We'll move up the pitch a little bit into midfield. Obviously, Bruno is the name that 
we keep on this team sheet. Um, I think also, if you're looking at Joe Willock, he could probably do a little job in that midfield as well, the way he's been playing recently. He was an unsung hero at the weekend. I don't think he got nowhere near as much credit as he actually deserves. Um, and he cemented his place in the squad for me. But there's the question around Sean Longstaff or Joe Linton. And I know that's that may seem like a crazy dilemma, but Sean Longstaff has been playing really well and potentially keeping Joe Linton out of the squad. Um, Harry, given the personnel that man you have in the middle of the field, do you go for, and I'm going to say this in terms of like, Sean Longstaff has more experience in central midfield than Joe Linton does. Do you go for the more experience in the position or do you go for Joe, uh, Joe Linton in terms of, you know, what he can bring to the side? Uh, Joe Linton, 100%. Um, against Brentford, Sean Longstaff wasn't as good as he was against Fulham. He wasn't awful, um, but I did think he, at times he was a bit slow. And I think when Joe Linton came on, yes, he went on left wing, but you kind of saw what we're missing, just to drive forward, which he can do from centre midfield. Um, also, like we're talking about, uh, Bruno Fernandes, my best mate. Um, he, I think if you, like, if you have like Joe Linton in midfield, just to bully him and keep clipping his ankles and just little things like that, it'll be unbelievable for us. I think it'll work so well in our favour. Um, you're constantly, constantly more referee, get books, and then just tensions rise from there. Um, as long as Joe Linton keeps his head. Um, and I know you're saying, uh, Joe will like 100% keep in, but Bruno's wife might pop soon, so... Fingers crossed that didn't happen because she the baby's on the way, isn't it? So, I mean, fingers crossed it does happen, but, I mean, I'd rather it happen after <laughs> the game, like, because um, I, I just think it would be a massive loss. And I think everyone knows, no matter what team you're playing against, if Bruno was not in that team, it is a massive loss. Um, but, yeah, touch wood, she can hang on another day and then we'll be all right. Um, but, yeah, I think Joe Linton comes straight in for, for long because I have to get back to your original question. <laughs> Yeah, there is there is that one worry. I mean, it's it's not a worry. It's obviously it's a, it's a beautiful beautiful thing, uh, the gift of life. But um, we will we will leave that to whatever God you believe in, or whatever nature you believe in, or whatever science you believe in, to when that comes uh, and when that day happens. I'm sure if it happened like today or tomorrow, we'd probably still be okay for the game. Um, I think we're probably looking at if, it, if it's a Saturday. Who would have thought we'd be talking about baby births on this show? <laughs> but if it was a Saturday birth, you probably would expect him to miss the game. And obviously, if it's on Sunday, then it's even yeah. worse. He's going to miss it. But we'll move to the wings. Uh, obviously, we've mentioned Miggy Almiron already, and I think everyone is in agreement that you can't drop Miggy in the form he's in. I'm going to come to you, Ian, to speak about your favourite person in the world, Jacob Murphy. I know you've had up and down <laughs> opinions of him in the past couple of weeks, but we all know your opinion of him on the on the whole. Um, do you keep him in the form he's been in, or do you drop him? And if you do, who takes his place? It complete for me. It depends on how fit St Maximum is. Um, in terms of, I suppose it depends on who you're going to start left back as well. But if he keeps. Dan Byrne, um, I think he'll he'll Murphy will need to start because he offers you a lot more cover than what um, St Maximum would. If he's starting target, it then goes on to depend who's who how fit St Maximum is. Um, again, even f- to be honest, as much as I really, really, really don't rate Murphy, he has done well the last two games. I think. He's pressing as well, which is, is obviously we've seen as, as Eddie Howe's game. He was involved in that um, on Saturday against Brentford. Yeah. Um, 
but you expect any one of the, the three wingers that we've got, so Murphy, Fraser, some maximum to do that job. Um, it then, like I say, it'll come down to who, if, if St. Maximum's fit, you, you want to play him in these big games. He's obviously, he's um, he, he done well again, I think it was Man U last season. He scored, I think, when we drew 1-1. Um, I, th- I do think if, if targets start, I do think Murphy's Murphy will be dropped. And I think it'll be um, either Fraser or St. Maximum, depending on, obviously, Saints' fitness. Um and then obviously Miggy on on the right hand side, he he kind of do any wrong at the minute. You, you can tell he's 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 turned a corner in terms of his his confidence. He's all like I said on the the match review on Sunday morning. He's always had that endeavour. He's always had that energy. He's always put one hundred and ten percent in. Now he's adding goals and he's he's looking a lot more threatening. Um, so he picks he picks himself at the minute. Um, just touching on the midfield, I think. Um. I agree with uh, with Harry. I think Sean Longstaff has done quite well the last couple of games. I, I feel like we are quite well balanced when he's in the squad. Um, allows Bruno to to go forward that little bit more. But coming up against a a, a team where you've got higher sort of quality players in, you, you need a, a, an absolute shit house and just uh, an absolute battering ram that is Joe Linton. And if if we don't forget, I think Joe Linton played the best game of his life um, against Man U last season at home as well. So. Um, again, these are. I'm, I'm glad I'm not Eddie Howe, and I'm glad I don't have to I have to, to have this headache. But it is a nice headache to have for once, rather than what left what left back can we play in centre mid, and where can we play with, with substitute goalkeeper up front? So these are these are so such good problems to have. It's it's kind of like it's kind of weird discussing it because there is, although we have talked about the lack of quality and depth, there is still a lot of options with, with how we can set up and what personnel can be used. So will be interesting to see. Um, and like you say, at the minute, Wilson, he will be the, the starting striker. Um, unless obviously he's, he's like stepped on a twig and broke his ankle, um, which, which wouldn't surprise us, but no, um, I think that's that's what he'll go for, but it will it'll be very interesting to see how he said. So we, we could be sitting here discussing that, and then come Sunday, it's something completely different that we hadn't even thought of, um, which tends to be the case, which is why we're not Newcastle United manager. <laughs> it does, uh, yeah. We uh, we we haven't been too good on the old predictions and, and the uh, the lineups or in the uh, score predictions, which we'll move on to now. Um, Ian, I'll stick with you because um, I saw Harry wince a little bit there when I said score predictions. So I'll let him have a little think about it. Um, what's your predictions for Sunday? Um, I'm going to go a score draw. I think it'll be. I think I'll go two two. I think the the midweek game um, for Man U. Obviously, I, I think they're playing at home though, so it's not too much of an issue. I think they're at home against. I want to say is is it Omnia Nicosia or someone like that. I think it's a, a, a Cypriot team. Um, that obviously at home, so it's not too much of a, a sort of a disruption traveling back from wherever on a, a Thursday night, Friday morning. So they'll still get a good, um, good training session in. Um, again, they are in quite good form. They've only lost one in the last six, albeit against City. Um, it's still going to be a difficult place to go. So I'll hope for a, I'm going to go 2-2 draw. 
Yeah, you mentioned they've got a midweek game just coming up before uh, us. They've also got a midweek game after us against Tottenham. Um, so there's a potential of some rotation going on somewhere because I don't think uh, Manu will want to go in to the Tottenham game short-handed. Is that uh, a must-win game. game as well in the Europa League coming up tomorrow? Uh, uh, I don't know. I haven't been watching. Them. The only thing I've been looking at for the Europa Cups with um, Manu is if Dubravka's getting a game and any. <laughs> That's the only thing I've I've really been looking at. Um, I haven't really been following them uh, too much in there. Fair enough. Um, but Harry, we'll come to you now. Uh, your score prediction for Sunday? Yeah, um, pretty similar to Ian. I think um, I've kind of got three predictions really because I think it's going to be one-one. <laughs> However, I do feel like it could go either way. So, like, I feel like it could go my United's way at the end or our way at the end. I think it could. we could leave it very, very late. Uh, both teams could. Um, we kind of saw Everton attacking my United very late on in their game. Um, with Pickford almost scoring ahead, of which, thank God, didn't happen. Um, but, no, I, I think it could be a 1-1 draw. I did originally think a loss, but I like being positive. Um, so I'd say a 1-1 draw and it, like I said, I think it really could go either way towards the end. I think it could be very end-to-end game. So just to get this right, you think we're either win, lose or draw, is that right, Harry? Yeah, so it'll be 2-1 Newcastle United, <laughs> 2-1 Man United or 1-1. <laughs> I've got to get Excellent. one right, surely. Excellent. Well, um, I think, and, and if you've watched the FPL show, Daniel also thinks that um, we might do one over Manu, and I think we might catch him a little bit off guard. So I'm going to go for a three-one victory. Um, that could be bra- that could be bold, but hey, confidence is high. Goals are flowing, and they're also flowing against Manu. So yeah, I'm going for three-one. Why the hell not? It's not like I'm putting money on it, and it's not like uh, any lives are dependent on it. So why not three-one? Love Chris watches this. You might kick us off the channel after saying that, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Right, is anything anyone else wants to add about the game on Sunday? I'd like to apologise for my language about Bruno Fernandes. You don't actually, ever have not, to apologise about anything, yeah, Harry. Maybe, yeah, maybe not apologise, <laughs> actually. I meant every word I said. That was a bit uh, he's kind of hot, he's tame for me, to be honest. Horrible. Him, him and he's, he's up there with Anthony Gordon. For I am worrying, though, about Claire Bolden. He probably looks like Claire Bolden, doesn't he? <laughs> Anthony Gordon with his hair like that. No, I feel like Bruno Fernandes, now we're saying this, if he scores, imagine if a Man United fan is watching this right now, they'll be sitting there thinking, how oh, how oh, Fernandes get a goal with your horrible little face. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to get off your chest, Harry? I was going to say, I think, no, I think before worried. Harry says something that could potentially uh, get him <laughs> soon in... So, yeah, shut the channel down. We're definitely not going to get monetized for this video. So if if just bleep us, just bleep me. Yeah, I'll I'll see if I can find a nice bleep sound and put that over the whole thing. Um, so apologies <laughs> if anyone's got tin at this because uh, it's going to sound like it's even worse tonight with the bleeping. No, um, as always, this sort of content you only get on the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. Um, these sort of opinions you will only get on this channel as well. So if you like it. Scroll down from this video and just tap that little subscribe button. We've just passed 9,000 and we're now on the road to 10,000 subscribers. Um, so, yeah, looking at the stats on these videos, 
33% of the people watching these videos are not subscribed. So you're probably one of them if you're watching this. So just scroll down, hit the subscribe button, and while you're there, you can hit the little thumbs up or thumbs down, and that feeds the YouTube algorithms to let other Newcastle United fans know about these videos, and it'll appear on their feeds. Uh, and if you want to go that extra mile, you can obviously always become a member of the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. It's $2.99 a month, and that gets you early access to all the videos uh, that we do that are not live. So the match previews, these uh, these match previews, sorry, the uh, FPL show, if there's a Beyond the Lines and there's a match review, we'll also give you those early as well. And there's also the Telegram group, which uh, is a nice little community of around 130 fans currently, uh, all talking all day, all about Newcastle United. What more could you want for $2.99? I don't think you get much better value anywhere else. On that note, uh, I will say thank you to you, Ian and Harry. It's been a good one. I've enjoyed this one tonight. Uh, thanks for your not, thanks for not holding back, Harry. Um, yeah. Do you know how to feel about this? I probably watch it and I'll be like, oh no, what have I done? What have I done? But that's my opinions. Maybe kind of exaggerated slightly. Or not and absolutely, and I think that's one thing that everyone needs to remember. These are just our opinions. We don't claim to be any form of uh, ITKs or anything like that when it comes to teams and players or anything, anything there. Unless anyone wants to admit anything right now, but I don't think so. Ian, thanks very much, mate. It's always a pleasure as well talking to you. No bother at all. And thank you for watching. We will see you in the next one. Uh, there'll probably be a match preview for the Everton game. I think we've got a midweek one coming up, so... Monday, Tuesday. I've just, I've just thought oh. of something that I wanted to mention. Go on then. How lush is Bruno with his team of the week sticker thing? Oh, yes. well, I really just want him to come round for Sunday dinner. He's just the, the best person I've ever seen in my life. So, Sunday dinner and a few games of FIFA. Uh -huh. What more could you want? Played him in the number eight position, not the number six. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if you haven't, if you haven't already, get yourself an ultimate team and try and get Bruno in your packs or however you do it, um, whatever you want to do. But uh, he has received a team of the week card. We were all expecting it, I think, but we were also expecting a Miggy one last week, and it never happened. So robbed, absolutely, we, robbed. absolutely robbed. Yes, but that's another discussion for another show. I am sure of. Thanks again, everyone, for watching. We'll see you in the next one. Have a good one. And uh, good luck to Newcastle for Sunday. Bye. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.